adult podcasters rustle paper. I think it's part of a podcast, isn't it, that you get paper rustling? <laughs> just I like, think it's awesome. This is the it's, podcast it shows right it's here. authentic. <laughs> Okie dokie, let's start. You're listening to Scribblers Radio. You're listening to Scribblers Radio. You're listening to Scribblers Radio. Hello and welcome to The Conversation Caravan, young podcasters interviewing authors and visual storytellers at Scribblers Festival 2022. This is Jack with HM War, author of Mars Awakens, The Lost Stone of Sky City and Evacuation Road. When she's not writing young adult and middle grade fiction, Heather is an environmental scientist and educator. And she's the younger sister of author Christy Byrne. Hello and welcome to Scribblers Radio. My name's Jack and today I have with me the great, the amazing author of The, Lo- the Lost Stone of Sky City, Evacuation Road and Mars Awakens, HM War. Woohoo! So, um, first question, which book are you most proud of? Oh, Jack, that's always the hardest question. <laughs> Starting I love, off strong. I love all my books equally. <laughs> Um, it's like asking which child you love the most. Yeah. You, even though I only have one, so that's an easy question for me on the children. <laughs> on the books, it's really hard. But I think once you've written a book and it's out there, it's, it doesn't feel like it's my book so much anymore. It's more no. like um, everybody else's the book. The world's book. So um, my easy answer would be that the next book in the Mars series is my favourite at the moment because it's the one oh, I've okay. just written and we're working on. Yeah, Okay. So your book, Mars Awakens, is about two kids from rival Martian colonies. If you could live on any planet, would it be Mars and why? If I could live on the Mars that I've made in my in my book, <laughs> like with plants and, and things like that, yeah. and, and fly like they fly with the kites, yeah. I would I would be on Mars. But look, I am, I think the Earth, I'm an environmental scientist. Earth yeah. is awesome. You know, we've got some amazing stuff here. So also, I, I like Earth too. But yeah, that's I, good. I'll visit Mars if it's my Mars. <laughs> Your character Eva from Evacuation Road has such an interesting way of thinking, solving problems and getting through tough situations. How do you come up with such interesting characters? Um, Eva weaves a lot of myself and things that I've tried in the past to try to, to you know, work things out. Um, but also, I think I think a lot about a character and I try to make them as real as possible. But then there comes a point when they become their own person yeah and that's when I know that I've got a story I can write so when Eva actually became Eva I had to kind of go back and start rewriting the start of it because she hadn't been herself no but yeah the the column she does and pros and cons I used to do that (laughs) a lot she goes should I do this or should I do that and I thought why not I mean who doesn't (laughs) I think I think a lot of people don't Jack but I certainly did pros cons weigh them up (laughs) that's it we're going for this one yeah yeah which book took you the longest to write now, are we talking idea to publishing or are we talking just sitting down and writing it? Idea to publishing, because I know you do the write in one month thing, so yeah, all of them would the, be the same. The, well, Evacuations Road is, is a little bit longer there, so oh. that took a little bit more. Um, and in fact, the second Mars I wrote once in a month and then I came back and thought, you know what, that wasn't right and I rewrote, yeah. did a complete rewrite again. Um, but Evacuation Road was the longest from go to woe because I probably wrote that in 20... 2015? Wow. Yeah. And it went around, um, you know, it spent quite a bit of time in a few publishing houses getting almost there. You know, that's the life of a writer when you're almost there um, before it actually got, yeah, before it actually got picked up. So that one took, um, what would that be? Four four years, I think, or five years. Five years from Go to Woe. Go to Woe, wow. Who or what inspired you to be a writer? That's a good question. I always liked 
stories and I always got them appearing in my head. So I always liked to write them down. But my eldest sister is um, also a children's author. Her name's yeah. Christy Burns. So yeah, she's been her. yeah she's been around <laughs> the track for a really long time. And so I think when I came back to thinking I, I will start writing these stories down and that would have been in about 2014, 2015, um, because I knew that she was there and she was published. Yeah, you so you had could, this like, path kind of, you can see. Yeah, help her. Like she could help you with it. Yeah, I think sometimes if you can't see someone doing that thing then you don't think you can do no, it yeah um, I, I've met with like hundreds of authors like just across my life and like I would not have like started writing at all if I um hadn't met any of them like, yeah yeah I remember a pivotal time I would have been at about year 10 and at the time I loved an author who's still producing now Isabel Carmody and she was an Australian author and she wrote the most amazing like dystopian series called Open Newton and I was like devouring it each time it came out you know every couple of years a new one would come out and she came to our school and talked to the English class. Oh and I was goodness. front row and she was there. And that was the moment I realised that she that. was a real person. Yeah. You know, they're not some mythical creature. You can be an author. So, yeah. I mean, it took me a while to get there, but that is like, that sticks in my <laughs> That was head. the starting point. Yeah. yeah. And every time I go and present to a school, I think, well, maybe I'm helping somebody out there go, authors are real. Yeah. I can do this too. Yeah, they're not just like this mythical dragon. That yeah, it's an amazing book person after book. <laughs> who's really special with everything. No, we're just normal people who like stories. Yeah. If you could live in any fictional place, where would it be? Oh, man. Talk <laughs> about giving me hard questions without any warning whatsoever. Any fictional place at all. There are a lot I would like to live in. Mm. Um, and the one that probably springs to mind at the moment, um, and I haven't read it in ages, is Nevermore. I would oh, like to go to Nevermore yes. and go into the hotel and I want to see what... It's the Hotel Ducalion, isn't it? I want to see what my room turns into once I've stayed yes. in there a while. Yes. That would be really cool. That would be so cool. Do you plan out your books or you just go with the flow? I am a plantser, aren't I? Is that what they call it? <laughs> so I started off doing very little planning and then I found out that sometimes you left these big kind of saggy holes in your in your manuscript. So now I I know where I want to go and I get more of an idea of the characters that are in there and yeah. some idea of what's going to happen along the way. But I think the magic comes when you just let the story take itself. Um, and sometimes you'll get somewhere and I'm like, ah, oh, that is boring. I'm bored writing it. They're going to be bored reading it. And so Delete. then I sit down and go, well, what's a crazier thing that can happen here? What's something weirder that we can do? What's something yeah. mean I Throw can do? them off a cliff! Well, exactly, that's what I did once. I threw them off a cliff and I thought, oh my gosh, I can't kill a character um, that everyone loves. I'm going to have to rewrite that. You're going to have to make a trampoline at the bottom of the cliff. Yeah. <laughs> well, now we're thinking, no, yeah. I should have done that. So, like you said, your Chris sister is Christy Byrne. Mm -hmm. I have only one question about her. Yeah? Was she annoying growing up? Oh, totally, yeah. <laughs> she, was, she was older sister. I was younger sister. We've got one in the middle. Um, mm -hmm. But, yeah. Yeah, all siblings are. That is totally... <laughs> Not your sibling if they don't annoy you. <laughs> <laughs> Probably I annoyed her back, but I'm sure not. No. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> How do you get rid of writer's block? Writer's block, a lot of people say it doesn't actually exist. It's not a real thing. And <laughs> that is what I tell myself if I'm starting to feel like I don't want to do something. At the moment, I... I 
it, I wouldn't call it writer's block because I'm not writing anything. I have no writer's urge. And that's because I think I'm still recovering from COVID like yeah. six weeks oh. ago and I'm just tired. But, um, yeah, if I don't have that kind of urge to write, then I will read. I'll read lots of different awesome books, books that other people have loved, um, you know, that sort of thing, and just get my imagination stoked up again. But if yeah. I'm actually supposed to be writing and I'm in my month when I'm supposed to be writing and I'm like, I don't want to go to my desk, <laughs> then I um, an amazing uh, author... I can't remember who it was, actually. Way back at the start, they talked about the, the writing bubble. Yeah. Imagine that there's a bubble around your desk and you've just got to push yourself into the bubble. And then um, once you're in there, just make yourself stay in the bubble for five minutes. And, you know, if you're still, after five minutes, you're like, I don't want to be in the bubble, then give up because you're not going to write anything good. Um, go away. But generally speaking, if I've sat myself in the bubble and I've got a nice cup of tea and some chocolate, then after five minutes, I've forgotten to check the five minutes because I'm... I'm oh, there, yeah. you know, and then you're yeah. checking, you're like, what, an hour? It's been three hours? Oh, my goodness. How did this happen? So, yeah, I will force it to a certain extent, um, but not that much. And, yeah, if I'm writer's block because I'm bored, as I say, I, I do I yeah. do a shake-up. What what horrible thing can I do to my character? What weird thing can I do to the plot to make me more interested in it? Because yeah, because like, if you're not interested in it, really How can anyone else be interested? No. Yeah. Okie dokie. Um, so yesterday at the YA Talks, I asked nearly all the authors if they were good at spelling or not. Would you like to hear the results? Yes. Okay, okay. So out of the seven authors that I um, I asked, let me just grab my piece of paper, sorry. Paper rustling. <laughs> there were two that, there were two that, oh no, yep, there were two that said those doesn't matter. That was you and Asuka. Mm-hmm. There was one that said they were good at spelling, which was Karen. And there were three that said they were bad at spelling, which oh, I don't I don't remember their names, mm. all of them. But, uh, yeah, so... <laughs> and I think out of Ashka and myself, I think I was... I don't know about her, actually, but I was definitely, like, I'm relatively good at spelling, but, yeah, it totally does not matter. It does not matter. Spell check exists for a reason. And editors exist for a reason. Yeah, like, they can do, they can yeah. do the writing for you. I think I said there, and, and I stand by it, it's voice that is the most important thing. Yeah. And you can read a story, and if that voice of that story pulls you in... That's what works, and an editor can fix your your spelling later. Yeah, gotcha. Okay, so I have only one more <gasps> question left. One more question. Drum roll. One last question. Could you sign my copy of Evacuation oh, Road? <laughs> except that I don't have a pen. I but, totally can. <laughs> I brought a pen. <laughs> oh, look at that. I'm fully prepared. Best pen ever. <laughs> it actually um, folds out and has like a mental health message inside. Oh, oh it's got one of those things. This is actually yeah. like literally the best pen ever. Best ever. Pen ever. Jack is a Jack like a Jack? Jack. J-A-C-K. Yep. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you for coming out. I had an amazing time interviewing you. Um, is there anything you'd like to say before you go? Oh, look, I'm, I'm saying it right now in your book, which is basically thanks for the awesome podcast interview. <laughs> this is the best caravan ever. Yeah, and I, I just know, think right. it's such a good idea to have people like yourself on this youth curator panel. Yeah. Talking the talk that, that the people who are reading our books are actually wanting to talk about. Yeah, I think wanting it's awesome. to talk about. So, yeah, thank you, Jack. And thank you to all the, the panel and Scribblers. It's awesome. Thank you. <laughs> thank you for listening to this episode of Scribblers Radio. Recorded on Noongabuja at the Conversation Caravan at Scribblers Festival 2022. For all the conversations, more info about the festival, or to be part of our next Conversation Caravan podcasting series, head to scribblersfestival.com.au. If you can hear me, shout yay. yay. <laughs>